Time once again for the weekly NHSportsPage.com podcast. This week brought to us by TJ's in downtown Portsmouth. Uh, Dave, I don't know if you're familiar with this establishment. You really might want to drop in sometime. It's uh, it's a nice little uh, little restaurant slash tavern. It's got uh, you can watch football games on the TVs there. I believe the uh, the owner's name is uh, Bethany, if I'm not mistaken. You probably haven't met her, so uh, you might want to check it out, Dave. It's my bar. Are you making fun of me for being? Uh, what are you What are you inferring here? That's that's the, that's the joke, as McBain once yeah. said. <laughs> I don't know what you're inferring. Yeah, no, it's the best place. Uh, to watch a Patriot game, as your uh, boss in the mornings, Jack Heath, would tell you. I've seen him many times. Uh, a lot of uh, local celebrities, Coach Mack and so forth, over even Chip Kelly, yes, over at TJ's. So, uh, yeah, there are, uh, they're literally our friends uh, over at TJ's in Portsmouth, and they are the sponsor of your growing in popularity by the week. The guys are top ten. I don't know why. You've got some sort of a cult following, by the way. Well, it's uh, it's the best listicle in New Hampshire, and uh, it's uh, you know, people people know people know where to go. It's uh, it, it's fantastic, and uh, I say that because I'm humble. So there you go. So before we get going here, uh, Woody Page, how, how many horrible puns are you going to seriously? Honest question: How yeah. many horrible puns are you going to do about seeing Joe Biden yesterday? How many do we got here? There was Biden, one- my time. Hello, Joe. Like, how many different horrible puns are you going to put out yeah. on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram? Before it's over, just so I know that we're getting close to the end. So, so there was one, and that was it. And the other one no. was, yeah, on Instagram it said, "Sup, Joe." I don't. I, is no, that a, is that a pun? Biden, my time. Yeah, that was that was one. And wh- where's <laughs> where's the other one? Wait, go ahead. There was a couple on there. I no, thought. there wasn't. You're you're miscounting. You you are lying to the people once again, uh, time fake and time news. and time again. So that fake news. Was, yeah, <laughs> that's fake news. Um. Yeah. No, it's uh. Yeah, how was Joe Biden? How did that go yesterday? Good it was times? it was good. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's taller than I thought. I, I never actually met him. Uh, he's very nice. Uh, uh, my daughter Keely popped in. She was walking home from school. Governor's Inn is right down the road from Spalding High, so she popped in. He was re- he was very sweet to her. He's like, if they ask me any hard questions, I want you to answer. All right, and she started laughing. So that was pretty cool. No, he was it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Good, 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 good. Yeah, and I, I uh, wrote a little piece before we get going about your Spalding Red Raiders today. So it's the first time I think you've written about them maybe in six years or so because they, they they haven't been good, Dave. I don't know if you saw I believe that, that that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yes. So, but yeah, but so, yeah it was very uh, very nice uh, very nice piece in there. Yeah, and uh, I think you're spot Thank on. You. They're on they're on the come up as they say. Absolutely, and and really, uh, Eric Kumba's doing the same thing at Dover as well. I mean, they haven't been as down because of some great athletes over there like Ty Vicko and. Um, but, uh, but no, it's, it's good to see. So yeah, no, I was, um, no, I worked hard on their column yesterday, so I hope people enjoy it, but all right. So we've got, I think we think we've got the schedule pretty much figured out. We're, we're really, we're going to our site, which really is kind of embarrassing. We probably should have done that in the first place. So we're just going to go with our site <laughs> as we do every week. The guys are going to pick all the games for the weekend, make our predictions. Um, I saw my winter scoring bears. Last week, after they beat your Raymond Rams the week before, uh, all of Division Four has a bye, so we don't have to pretend to know who's going to win between Farmington, Newt, and uh, I don't know, Newfound. Well, actually, Newfound <laughs> would win that game. So. You don't know. We, we don't have to do that this week. We only got three divisions in play. All right, that's uh, that makes it a lot easier. Okay, so first game, uh, BG at Nashua North. BG, this is a I I I think you can now we're into. Technically, almost mid-October. Kind of a playoff game for BG. Um, I don't think that they have any chance to get in if they lose in our 3-3 three three 
where they would have a slight chance. I like Nashua North at home, Curtis Harris, the leading rusher in Division One. I. I will say that um, uh, the statewide leaders has been very popular uh, on the site, so we'll keep doing that every Wednesday. And I just got stats for Franklin, Newfound, and Fall Mountain. So good grief, here comes Division Four statistics. So get ready for a lot of rushing. <laughs> a lot of rushing leaders from D4, trust me. You don't throw the ball around a lot in, uh, in D4? No, there are a lot of not. Well, Phil Nichols does, and he's good, man. He is legit. Phil Nichols, I think, could play at the next level. He's only a junior, um, but no, I uh, you're gonna a lot of thousand yard rushers at Division Four. They they like to pound the rock over there. All right, yeah, and I'll uh, so for uh, for this game, game one, I'm gonna take Nashua North. Uh, BG, uh, they have to travel very far to get to Nashua North. It's 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 at Stellos, so they don't have to travel far at all. But, uh, yeah, I think you and your travel. Yeah, thank you. Always updating us on the travel. That's right. Um, it's like it's like Tony Kornheiser in soccer. Always the the population of the country the U.S. is playing in soccer. He's always got a less than the population. Correct. McIsaac has to let you know the travel. Okay, here's a travel. It's not a bad one though. Keen, but they're going to Merrimack. That's not that bad. So I like uh, Merrimack and that one. Um, Keen got beat up pretty good by uh, Portsmouth Oyster River last week. Merrimack picked up a very good win last week. They needed it and they got it over BG. I like Merrimack to go to four and two. I will concur. Yes, and uh, did anybody else take Merrimack besides me last week? Because I, I, I was I was on them. I was on them to get the win, and they they managed to come through. Uh, I, as I'm looking at the standings here, uh, Merrimack three and two, BG three two. So Merrimack's the biggest Nashua North fan in the world this weekend. Yeah, as I uh, as I wrote today with the playoff picture, they've all they're all one and one against each other. Merrimack, BG, and Nashville South. They're yeah. all one and one against each other, which is just a a popsicle headache, as I wrote. So, but it, but there's a lot to be played out here towards the end of the way. Some teams, their schedules are about to get a lot harder, and some are about to ease up. Stevens' schedule is about to get a lot harder. Newport's is about to get a lot easier. So it, it, it kind of goes that way. So you like Merrimack in that one? I do. Yes, I like the uh, the Tomahawks, and uh, yeah, that that is still a 14-hour bus ride from Keene to Merrimack. It's a 14-hour bus ride from Keene to anywhere. No, Dave. yes, I went to Keene State. You don't know what you're talking about. It's like an hour, yeah. maybe. Might as well be in Se- Might as well be in Seattle. That's how far that is. You went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, <laughs> so you're confused. Which is not in Connecticut. You and Pete Shepard. Uh, <laughs> Portsmouth Oyster River at home. Nicole Marrero, it's in Portsmouth, not at Oyster River, by the way. Uh, she doesn't want <laughs> She doesn't want something. No, I just made a joke. That's right. Uh, Dover. Dover's one and four now. Uh, Dover at Portsmouth Oyster River. I think Portsmouth Oyster River is pounding the football. What happened to the Billy Hartman Cody Graham decessory days where they do the football fifty five times a game. Now they're running it all the time. Yeah. Well, you you uh, what, what did uh, what, what, what what's his face uh, Don Rumsfeld say? You go to war with the army you have. That's what uh, <laughs> that's what they're doing over there in Portsmouth. They they got guys that can run the football. So why not, right? Wow, I never thought I thought <laughs> we could be doing this until one of our teeth <laughs> fell out on the air, and that you would ever quote Donald Rumsfeld. But that just happened. So there we go. All right. There, there are uh, knowns, like to... there are unknowns, and there are unknown unknowns, Dave. Right? Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Portsmouth Oyster River. I like to win that one. Um, Nashua South with uh, not an easy road game at Winnicott. Winnicott is, you know, they've had some key injuries, and they're very young. Ryan Frank Gordon and staff have them kind of playing better by the week. Uh, Nashua South needs this one, so I like Nashua South, uh, Jason Campo, uh, uh, and uh, and that whole crew to go over there and, and win that game at Winnicott. So I like Nashua South over the Warriors. Yeah, I'll take South in that one as well. I, I, I concur with that assessment. Uh, th- this is going to be, if there's ever been a fist fight, oh, there have been, and we've almost seen them, 
a fistfight in the press box for camera space, uh, it's going to happen in Bedford on Friday night when <laughs> Bedford hosts Londonderry. Oh, yeah. You're going to have all sorts of, like, local cable TV and and this guy and that guy. And, oh, I, I, and, and- I, I don't want any... As you well know, those those guys that run the local t- uh, cable TVs, they are the they're the lords of their little fiefdom. It's uh, oh they, my god, they, they take that extremely seriously. Extremely <laughs> seriously, they take themselves extremely. Ser- I'm not going to name which one. It's a Division One team, but uh, we were in the booth with them one time, and it was just absolute comedy listening to them interacting with them, and oh my God, I mean, you would think Walter Cronkite himself had come back into the booth with these guys, and I'm just like, good Lord to your 81 viewers watching this thing. You're good. Grief. I won't. I won't name names, but uh, so uh, the story I like to tell, especially to media people, who this 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 puts them on the floor laughing. Uh, so I was at Winnicott. It wasn't uh, so at this. It, it was Winnicott taking on a very prominent team. And uh, there was like a ton of media at this game. If there was a couple I know of years exactly back, what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. yeah. So so somehow Winnicott had a Hampton TV and Northampton cable TV that were there, and then the opposition's uh, cable TV showed up, and that guy uh, came into the press box. You know, it's there's it's not a very big press box at Winnicott, especially not when like uh, you know I show up and three different TV places show up. Uh, but right. th- this guy showed up, and he was like, he was giving everybody orders. He's like, these coaches can't sit here. I mean, I'm gonna have to put stuff there. Uh, I, you know, we're gonna have to hang. They're gonna have to move. And he's telling this to me, right? And I'm looking around. And I'm going, okay. Uh, you're not telling the coaches where to go. They're gonna tell you where to go first of all. But then he hits me with, I'm from a name of town, cable yeah. and radio. We stream live. Around yeah. the world, and I said, yeah. "Wow, is that a new technology, sir?" It was, it was amazing. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was great. And then, <laughs> was, I, I had a, uh, I had an intoxicated parent one time at one of the, the uh, one of the final fours for basketball. Come up to me, and go, "Is this streaming live?" And I said, "No." And she goes, "What? What are you doing?" And I said, "We put together a highlight. This is like in year ten of us doing this." And you know, 100,000 people from New Hampshire on the site, but I'm explaining this to her, A, B, and then C comes afterwards. And she said, "We're." I said, yeah, we put together a highlight package of all the game. We do play-by-play, and then we interview the kids. She goes, who wants that? And I said, uh, 14,000 people last week. Bye. Have a good game. Don't trip on the stands. <laughs> Bye. It was, it was, like, it was good grief. It, it was, yeah, that, that game, Londonderry-Bedford, are two absolutely yeah. terrific teams. It is going to be a nightmare to deal with what uh, thoughts and prayers, Corey Parker, uh, AD. <laughs> thoughts, thoughts and prayers. Exactly. Um, I let, I pick Londonderry. Um, you know, you, you pick a horse, you got to stick with that horse. And uh, Londonderry has done absolutely positively nothing for me not to have total faith. Should be a great football game. I previewed it today. Um, I like Londonderry. What's your pick? Yeah, I'm taking Londonderry as well. And the, both teams are undefeated. But if you look at who Bedford has beat, they've beaten Memorial. Uh, Central. Goffstown's a good win. Wyndham's a good win despite Wyndham only having, I think, one win of the season and they've beaten Concord, who's still rebuilding it. So, Londonderry's resume is a bit better. They've beaten uh, yeah. who are they Beat beating? Salem. Yeah, Salem, and, and, and Pinkerton, Pinkerton, and Wyndham as and well. Wyndham. So, uh, yeah. based on the superior resume, I'll go with the Lancers. Those kids are dialed in, and as long as they remain healthy, I, I still think they are favorite to, to, to win it all. I, I had Londonderry extra in the preseason. I'll stick with it. Uh, Nashua North, uh, notwithstanding. So, anyway, uh, so that's that's gonna be a terrific game. Absolutely oh yeah, terrific game. Pinkerton at home. 
against Timberlane. I would be remiss if I did not mention this is one of the great on-air attacks of all time when you and I uh, bullied, uh, and we do not condone bullying, bullying. <laughs> uh, but we bullied Pete Terrier on the air because on his famous power pole ballot, he one year had Pinkerton in with the same record as Timberlane over Timberlane, even though the week before they had played and Timberlane had beaten them. But he said, <laughs> and I quote, I think if they played again, Pinkerton would win the second time. I remember that, yeah. That's I think that was the uh I think that was the inspiration for the top ten. It was like it, yeah. based on that <laughs> I think that's what it was bored from. Like like these I said, these power poles are so ridiculous, I'm gonna write my own power pole of whatever I feel like. Like, which, which, as we said, is becoming incredibly probably gets more views than the, the ridiculous ones. And yeah, I, I, I gotta put in my powerful. I gotta put the Dodgers over the Washington Nationals because I think if they yeah. play again tonight, the, the Dodgers. If, if they give Kershaw the ball for Game Six, he's not gonna fail this time. So therefore, the Dodgers are better. That's right. We we've already started to go off the rails, so we'll speed up a little bit. But my <laughs> brother Michael, who grew up in California, it uh, he he is a diehard diehard Dodger fan, and he has been watching the Dodgers all season long, all 106 wins. I mean, all summer long, he's texting me on, like, Fridays and Saturdays. I'm, like, out golfing or out with my daughter, and he's telling me about Bueller and this guy and that guy, and this is that moment. You know what I mean? Like, you just stay away. I sent him, like, I'm sorry, like, this morning, (laughs) but he is he's out there in San Francisco Absolutely crushed this morning. So uh, thoughts and prayers there, to all Dodger fans. That's rough. There's went 106 a, games. There's a certain member of the New Hampshire media that's a giant Dodgers fan and is also kind of a giant um, a horse's rear end. So I, I feel good Washington won. There you go. All right, Washington Nationals. <laughs> yeah, against the Cardinals. How cool is that? Oh, the, yeah. the Cardinal fans are something else. I'm rooting for the Nationals in that one. Cardinal fans, we play the game yeah. the right way. We're, we're yeah. what baseball should be. It's like, okay, here we go. So I'm, yeah, I'm rooting I, for the Nats. I, I'm rooting for the Nats, too. <laughs> uh, so I think we both like turning in that one. All right, uh, Concord is going to Manchester to play Memorial. They're both 1-4, but I think they're um, different kind of 1-4s. Memorial is building uh, building back and doing a nice job over there. I like Concord, though, to, to get their second one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Concord as well. Yeah, uh, Memorial playing better, but I think Concord's uh, they've they've had a tough schedule, and uh, I I like the way they they play defense. So I'll take Concord in that one. By the way, I could have told you this week by putting uh, Exeter at Spalding in our staff picks, just so you could pick Spalding and, and get another loss. But you, I see you're below 500 in our staff picks, so I did not do that. I like Exeter <laughs> at home over a vastly improved and improving by the week. I'm a huge Kevin Hebert fan. I continue to be so, uh, but I like Exeter to get that win. Yeah, well, uh, here's where we're going to have to disagree, Dave Haley, because uh, I, who, first of all, who even coaches? Who even coaches Exeter? Is it some guy that just got the job last Ball. week? Uh, yeah. Some some guy yeah. off the street. Bill Bill, Bill, Bill Ball? Ball. Yeah, I never heard of him. He, he, his name's on that name's on the stadium. Where's he been? Who's he beat? Does, does he, he beat a lot of people. Does he have anybody that's a decent assistant coach? Does he have like a? He doesn't have like a Paul Landau or a Danny Hodgson on his staff Hodson or any. Paul Landau, any no, no, that that can't be true. He's got a seat coach champion, a quarterback too. God, I hate saying that sentence <laughs> myself. Now, Ryan all, Grijalva. I like Ryan Grijalva, but I do not like mentioning that. That's all those, okay, let's say all those things are true. I haven't confirmed them. But all, let's say everything you're saying is true, Dave Haley. You know what they don't have? They don't have you the – Do you want to mo- cover Ryan Lane? 
That's exactly one of the points I was going to make, and they don't have the momentum of a triple overtime win over their arch rivals. Spalding shocks the world. Shocks the world. One more time. Shocks the world, Dave Haley. They beat the extra. I can picture the people in the radio office right now running into to make sure that you're okay and that you're not having an aneurysm while talking to somebody. They have no idea what's going on. Yeah, there's people looking through the windows going, huh? Like, but, but I, no- like, I like Exeter, but it's, I'll tell you what it's not going to be. It's not going to be like 52 to 0 like it was. A, it's not going to be Bill Ball begging these kids to run out of bounds at the three-yard line <laughs> like it was a few years ago. So, actually, Bill Ball doesn't beg his kids. He tells his kids. That's right. He doesn't he beg anybody for anything. You're damn right. Uh, let's move on to Division Two for Friday. Uh, Bo is on the road at Merrimack Valley. We actually covered this game last year. Uh, Bo is undefeated. They will remain so. I still think Bo's got to prove themselves. Um, but right now, I think they're one of your favorites in the division. So I like them to beat Merrimack Valley. Uh, I will take Bo as well. Can we talk about, for one, for like 10 seconds, uh, the NHIAA, not only do they have, and they've been doing a great job with like keeping stuff updated and all this, uh, vastly improved over the last like five, six years. But right now, if you look at the boys' division or the boys, the the, the uh, football division two standings, uh, it, there's there's in, in the north you have full standings, and then there's two teams listed in the south. So apparently, all the teams in the south uh, disappeared. Hollis Brookline at two and zero, and then Conval at one and one. Those are your south standings on the NHL to play website. Yeah, yeah, I know. you got a lot of teams that just it, it's sort of like when you had you know uh, tryouts at like. The Junction Boys under Bear Bryant, their kids, their guys just leaving in the middle of the night. That's the training camp, and their teams apparently just fleeing the division in yeah. the middle of the night. Well, they they went, to, they went to the XFL. No, so uh, <laughs> I, I don't I, try to sell. I like Bo as well. I'm you to sell us on the XFL. <laughs> I, it sells itself. I don't need to sell. Oh, it. Yeah, sure, <laughs> certainly does. Certainly does. Uh, Alvern is going on the road to West. I put this in staff text this week. Manchester West. Let's give a little shout out to Manchester West being three two. Xavier Burpee. Uh, Jacob Burpees, I believe it's his brother, Jacoby Burpees, excuse me, I think it's his brother. Um, but uh, he was one of our uh, nominees for Player of the Week. He's been terrific. Uh, shout out to Manchester West for doing a really nice job over there. I like Alvern to win this game. Yeah, I like Alvern as well. And uh, West wouldn't be in the playoffs if it started today, I don't think. But they're at least within shouting distance, which yep. is more than you can say for the last few years. So good yep. for West. Keep yep. it up. But Alvern's going to be a little too tough. Hanover is at home against a... Uh, a locomotive train that is spitting fire at them. So I like the locomotive train. Uh, They'll be spitting fire. My red, hot, Guilford Belmont Golden Eagles are headed there on Friday night. And when you put Alex Cheek and the boys <laughs> under the lights, Curtis Nelson, Jackson Rookie, John Mitchell, bad things happen. Bad things happen. They won last last week under the lights. They're going to win again in Hanover. I, I I don't know if I can condone somebody uh, being so ridiculous about their alma mater. I personally would never do that, first of all. Yeah. Let's just... <laughs> not, not, not at least in the last five minutes. Yeah. So they taped the um, – uh, we got our first locker room video. It's yep. the four kids, uh, Malik Reese, Jackson Rookie, Curtis Nelson, and Alex Sheik from Guilford Belmont, who are all go-level members and locker room members, and we appreciate their families and those kids. They did the video. Alex Sheik looked like he was going to break out, like the like the crying, laughing in fifth grade, where your buddy like farts or something in class and you just can't <laughs> hold it together. Like that's what Alex Sheik looks the entire time, like he's going to break out laughing at any time. Jackson Rookie was at least pulling it together for it, but once again, McIsaac, the final question: What actor would play you in a movie uh-huh. like Remember the Titans? <laughs> Will Ferrell got an answer. <laughs> again, Will Ferrell's forty. <laughs> 48 years 
And then I think Adam Sandler might have got another answer. Oh, are, are there no? Oh, Malik Reese joked around and said The Rock. There we go. Funny. He's at least a little younger. He's only in his his, his early forties. But these kids are all. They're in high school and they're picking. Yeah. They, uh, last year, the running joke, if you don't know, all the kids were saying Adam Sandler and Will Ferrell would play them in a movie. Well, they're 17-year-old kids. Are there any young actors, though, anymore? Who are you going to pick? The kid from Spider-Man? He's like 110 pounds. I mean, who are you going to pick? got all the Avenger guys. Spider-Man's young. I keep saying Miles Teller, but I'm apparently the only Miles Teller I fan in the world. don't know who that is. Yeah, that's... He's really good. Who are you going to pick? Joseph Gordon-Levitt? A... What about the little kid from Room? What about the little kid who was stuck in the room with Brie Larson? He's a good actor. I didn't see that movie. You, you, you've seen every movie there is. I've seen like You won't watch a movie where things will blow up. That's why you haven't seen that's, it. That's a fair assessment. That's fair. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy First Blood 5. Oh, 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 like you won't... Hey, hold on. Hold on. Like you won't enjoy another Rambo movie. How dare you? <laughs> he does even look like Rambo. He looks like Sylvester Sloan. He doesn't even have a mullet. <sighs> Give him a break. My huh? brother-in-law saw it and described <laughs> a scene with a clavicle being used. Let's just leave it at that. Oh, <laughs> oh I can't. I'll get in line right now. Let me... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on to actually a tremendous football game. Milford, two-and-a-half-hour bus ride, is heading on North Conway Oof. to play Kennett. I like Milford to win this game. Uh, and this is a big, uh, as I wrote about today, this is a big North versus South game. You know, we're going to find out the power, you know, the power balance in Division Two. Does Milford play in? Like, if Milford were in the NFL, all their games would have been flexed to Sunday Night Football because they play absolutely St. Thomas and now Sowegan. Now they're going to Kennett. They're, they'd be yeah. like, yeah, you'd be like, can we get another team in prime time? But no, Milford's playing a ton of big games. I, I like Milford to bounce back here. Uh, even though it's a tough, you know, it's a, a long road trip, tough road game. I like them to bounce back after a tough loss to their rival last week, where they almost came all the way back to win that thing. Yeah, those Milford Sauhegan games, we've covered a bunch of them over the years. Pete, I swear, Pete's done like four or five of them. Yeah. So we've covered a ton of those games on video over the years. They're all, they're always, except for maybe one year or something. They're always good games. Always. Yeah. True. Yeah. Big rivalry yeah. game. Tremendous. So. Speaking of Sauhegan, the franchise and I, weather permitting. Will be uh, at Amherst uh, tomorrow night. We're going to see Sauhegan at home against the Pelham Python. Ah, let me tell you, with uh, with uh, our buddy Matt Regan, no longer the coach of Bishop Girton, stepping down uh, because he has 19 children now. Uh, can we now three? Listen, once you get past two, it, it doesn't matter how many they are. It's just a, it's just a matter of uh, how many plates you put out. But. Uh, can we now associate fully associate him with the with the Pelham Pythons again? Yes. <laughs> He's back in. We'll probably deep dive more on Regan when we we're, we are going to be taping our uh, coaches for a cause jamboree podcast uh, sometime in the next week or so to announce the matchup. So we'll deep dive more on Regan in a basketball podcast. But um, yeah, that's our buddy. We we knew this was coming, and uh, we're obviously yeah. good friends with Regan. So he'll be back. But I think it's a I think it's a smart move when you have a young baby at home, and then his daughters are both playing sports. And uh, yeah, he told me he was missing some of their soccer games. He's like, you know what, I can't do this. I yeah, you, yeah, you, know, you feel so. like yeah, you feel like garbage when that happens when you miss games like that. So good, good, good move by by Matt Regan. I don't yeah. think his snakes are going to pull the upset here. But I, I like how he can, But the good news is they have a pretty, 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 uh, co- uh, pretty sizable uh, press box there. You should be able to fit in, even if it rains. You should be able to get you I in there. So I called the AD. So hopefully we're, we're in the, the franchise in there. Or, uh, and I are in there. I just lost the ability to speak. I think I had an aneurysm for a second there. Um, the last game on the Friday night schedule. I have to do this every single year when this matchup comes. I have to do this impersonation. Plymouth, the Bobcats go at Kingswood. 
And as the great <laughs> Chuck, Chuck Lenahan once said to me, I said, Coach, who do you open with? And he said, the undefeated, unscored upon Kingswood Knights. And I was like, that was his uh, season opener. I like uh, Plymouth to score on the Kingswood Knights and uh, win that game. Kingswood lost to Guilford Beaumont last week. Uh, I like Plymouth to win that game. Well, Plymouth better win because if not, they'll be in a flat-footed tie with Kingswood, and Kingswood will hold the tiebreaker because Kingswood's 2-3. and three. Remember the, That's remember, very true. Remember, I haven't adopted Kingswood. I'm just fostering them. And uh, Plymouth, uh, yeah, Plymouth, I, I, I like Plymouth here. Plymouth having a hard time yeah. scoring points, huh? They do. They're just making just little mistakes. You know, they're they're just a new team. You know, I, I, they're going to get in the playoffs, I think, and anyone who plays Plymouth should be absolutely terrified. But, you know, because they're going to get better week by week. And They'll, uh, but they'll, they'll be like the six, they'll be like the six seed you don't want coming into your house on uh, the first weekend of the playoffs, probably something and, like that. And, and, and for people that are new – to our coverage, I mean, Bo was an eight seed and went at Wyndham in the first round. Yeah. Beat him. We didn't think anyone was beating Wyndham that year, and so it's it's happened a, a couple times before. Division two playoffs is just a big chaos burger. Banana land. Yeah, you just take a bite and see what happens, and it's it's usually pretty tasty. The uh, the chaos that comes out of that. So it's banana land. It's awesome. It's yeah. awesome every year. Uh, so we're we'll be out there too. Uh, moving on, Division three on Friday night, uh, Hillsborough, Deering, Hopkinton at Monadnock. Uh, I previewed this one. I'm going with Manadnock. I think Hillsborough Daniel Hopkins is a little banged up. Manadnock needs a win here. Like, you know, at some point you can't keep saying, oh, we, we battled these guys for three quarters. We battled those. Uh, that's a very proud program, very well coached by Ryan Avery. Um, I like uh, Lincoln Blodgett and company win. A very good game at home in Swansea. Yeah, I'm actually going to go with the uh, with the Red Hawks here. They've just they've had the hot hand, and uh, Manadnock's been kind of stumbling. They could very well bounce back. Lord knows yeah. I've been wrong before. It, it's happened quite a few times. So in uh, this podcast, several times I've been keeping track. Uh, it's been zero in this podcast, actually. But thank you, thanks, thanks, thanks for playing. Uh, <laughs> but I'll go. I'll go with the Red Hawks here to uh, to stay hot. Yeah, it's a good. That's a very very good game. Yeah, Epi Newmark goes at Lebanon. Woo, that's going to be a bus ride and a tall quarter. That's, um, that's, I like Lebanon, who right now is uh, has proven themselves to be the best team in Division Three. Campbell still gets a shot at them at the end of the year, which would be a tremendous game. But I like uh, Lebanon uh, to beat Epping Newmarket. That's a long drive to catch an L. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it's possible they could have to do it again if they if they squeak into the playoffs. Epping Newmarket right now one and four. Uh, and so is Interlakes, Moultonboro, and Newport. So I'm not sure who who would win that tiebreaker for the eighth spot. But uh, yeah, Lebanon, uh, Lebanon, pretty big here. Sneaky big game at Barnes Park. Stevens is at home. They're four and one. Laconia is coming in at three and two. Watch out for Laconia. They're always Laconia is a, a, a kind of a, a program that's been very, very good for a long, long time. Craig Cousins is an excellent coach. Uh, that's not going to be an easy one. I like Stevens at home, but I do think that's kind of a sneaky big game. Stevens needs that one because um, I don't know if you got all the way through the column. I know you're working this morning for Jack, but Stevens, I don't have it off the top of my head, but Stevens has got like Hillsborough, Deering, Hopkinson. I know we're covering that. I think they've got Lebanon and maybe Campbell. Like the rest of the way, they've, they've got a tough schedule to end here. Yeah, and, and it's a log jam in Division Three. So Lebanon's undefeated. Then you got four teams at 4-1. and one. So you, you'll have a team with a really good record. Going on the road for the first round of the playoffs, and if, especially if you're Stevens, you want somebody to have to come to Claremont, not not have to go somewhere else. So yeah, it's a big game to try and stay in that top four uh, in Division Three. So I'll take Stevens as well. Yep, 
John and I are going a couple weeks. Uh, Newport, who I have declared the best one and four football team in the state of New Hampshire, probably not uh, something that they wanted to be called, but that's them be the facts. Newport is their schedule is going to ease up quite a bit. They've got a chance to run the table now and finish at five and four. They go at Summersworth, which is certainly a game they could lose. I like Newport in that one. I think I put this in staff decks. Um, I like Newport, but uh, that could be a very good football game. Yeah, so down the stretch, uh, they, three of the four are on the road for Newport, but uh, at Summersworth, at Kearsarge Mount Royal, at Laconia, or excuse me, home for Laconia, at Epic Newmarket. So of those four, you want to play Laconia at home. and it, it, It's feasible. It's not going to be easy, but it's feasible they could uh, win out here. And I'll Definitely. take I'll take them to win at Summersworth. Yeah, these three coaches that I've spoken to are, are high on Newport. Yeah. Like, those I mean, kids are pretty good, and they're coming. They're going to be pretty good next year. Lost by eight to Hillsborough during Hopkinton. Lost by six to Monadnock. I mean, there's no, you know, there's no. And beat uh, Stevens. That's Stevens. And beat yeah. Stevens. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no moral victories, but I mean, you can see they're close. So. Yeah. Um, so let's go to Saturday, Division One. Salem is on the road against Wyndham. That's like a big rivalry because those kids would have gone to high school together. They probably don't know that because Wyndham's been a high school for so long, but um, they just found out. We just let them know. Uh, I like <laughs> Salem to go on the road and beat Wyndham. Uh, I'm very high on Salem. And Rob Pike and those guys, I feel like every year I talk about the great job that Salem coaches do, but, again, like they're just always there, and Salem's very tough. Like it's it's great that Wyndham is in Division One. That's where they belong in football. But man, they they are just in the wrong subconference with Londonderry, yeah. Salem, and Pickerton every year. Uh, that's that that's a rough road. Yeah, I, I like Salem to get this win. Yeah, and uh, shout out to Owen Grimsley who, as a nose tackle, won the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Adrenaline Fundraising Player of the Week. How about that? About a defensive player. The big hogs getting love down in the trenches. Yep, he gets it. We gotta get an extra big shirt for him. Uh, last game on Saturday in Division One, Manchester Central against Bedford. They go at Goffstown. I like Goffs. Goffstown needs it. They're four and one. They, you know, obviously are, are on course to be a playoff team, but they've got to beat Central and take care of business. I think they, I think they do that. Yeah, and I, and Goff, they're, they're not going to catch Goffstown slipping. Uh, Justin Huff's going to look at that uh, that result against Bedford and say, you know what, they almost beat Bedford, so you guys better be ready for this. And I think Goffstown will listen to him. So I'll go with the Grizz. Yeah. Uh, uh, moving to Division Two on Saturday, Hollis Brookline lost a close, close game to Pelham. It was a big win for Pelham last week. A lot of coaches were very surprised. They thought Hollis Brookline would win that game. Uh, Hollis Brookline at Sanborn. Sanborn is 0-5. I like uh, Hollis Brookline. The Wimmer brothers to go in there, take care of business, and win that thing. I like the Cavaliers. Yeah, got to go with HP here as well. Yep. Pembroke is on the road at John Stark. I put this in staff picks. This is kind of an interesting what? game. Yeah, why did you do that? <laughs> I, because it's good, cause it's really a tough – who's going to win this thing? You know what I mean? Like uh, – Somebody was giving me grief once about my staff picks record. By the way, this year was pretty good. I was eight and two last week, but they were giving me grief. I'm like, I don't pick the easy games, you know. I, I pick like some of the ten hardest games in the state. Um, I like the generals at home. They haven't been playing well lately. I get a lot of guys hurt, but I'll take them over Pembroke. But I don't know. It could be Pembroke's second win here. I think if if Kefani Williams can establish himself in the low we're post, we're going to do it. We're going to do the if... best. <laughs> I'll go with I'll go with John Stark. <laughs> I, 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 
I'll go. And by the way, whenever I hear John Stark, I, I, all I can hear is Jim Mulvey's voice saying, because he used to have to play John. John Stark could be dangerous this year. It's like, no, they, no, they couldn't, Jim. Stop it. No, they, they oh, won't be. Oh, my God. <laughs> I only digress the basketball story for 20 seconds here, but. God, when Portsmouth was the one seed in Division Two, just murdering everybody. They played Conval, who's a 16 seed. I think Conval was like seven and eleven or six and twelve. And Jim Mulvey, I thought he was describing the 1985 Boston Celtics to me. <laughs> like, no, you don't understand. I'm like, no, you don't understand. You're going to beat them by 42. I think they beat them by 44. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So yeah, Conval, so Conval. On the road at St. Thomas. St. Thomas is two and three, Justin. Yeah. It, yeah. And lost a heartbreaker at, at Plymouth last week. Uh, missed an extra point. Otherwise, that game might still be going on, Dave Haley. Kids yeah. would be exhausted, dehydrated. They'd be running around with IVs in their arms. It'd be, you know, they, they, it would be, it would be uh, something else. But uh, the extra point was missed and they ended up losing. So I, would they let him play for a week? I don't think they would. I don't believe so. They, um, that's what we talk about when we talk about how great Division Two is. I mean, you could have St. Thomas and Plymouth in like the six, seven, or eight spots. You know yeah. what I mean? In the playoffs. I mean, good grief. I mean, those are scary football teams. And uh, I don't care what their record is. I mean, they barely lost the games they lost. And, uh, and you know, Southeegan beat Alvern and um, Plymouth just beat St. Thomas. So that's why we talk about D2, how great it is. There seems to like perfectly be like nine or ten teams that are just really, really good in Division Two. Yeah, and I'll, I'll take St. Thomas to bounce back here. They, they, they'll be a desperate team needing a win, so I think they'll get it. Yeah, I like St. Thomas. All right, last two games, going to what I got here. Uh, Trinity, give them total credit. Got to get stats for John Tebow. I've tried to reach out to Trinity. Please get us the stats so I can get them up there on the rushing leaders. Uh, they are going on the road to Interlakes, Moultonboro, uh, who picked up their first win of the season last week. Uh, we had uh, Blake Dunlop as one of our uh, Player of the Week um, candidates. I like Trinity to win in large fashion uh, up in Interlakes. And I will say before your pick, it's up in Meredith. Jen and I have covered a few games up there. Interlakes uh, has some really good years with the Brothers Brothers um, and Ryan Kelly and Zach Swanson, those guys. One of the most picturesque scenes to watch a football game in the state of New Hampshire. Would you agree? I mean, it's, it's a gorgeous view when you see a game at, at, in Meredith at Interlakes. Absolutely, yeah. One of, one of the most fun places to... Uh, I haven't actually been up there, but just watching the video, it looks uh, it looks like an amazing... I'll have to get up there at some point. But that all that being said, yeah, Trinity uh, probably in running time. Yeah. And finally, uh, Kearsaw's Mount Royal at Campbell. Uh, did you say running time? Yeah, uh, I did. Yeah, I yes. like... I like Campbell. My boy Carter Vedrani got a little bang up last week, but I think he's doing okay. I hope he's back either this week or soon. Uh, they're not going to need him for this one, but he's a key key member on both sides of the ball if they're going to get back to UNH this year. So uh, Keegan Mills plus 225 yards. That would be my uh, prop <laughs> out of the week. Yeah, I got, yeah, I'll go with Campbell here. All, all there was was Cougars. That's <laughs> <laughs> the the infamous Matt Regan video that no one will ever see outside of our small circle of friends and the pythons no, devoured the you, you, just went out, you just went out of bounds even uh, referencing it. <laughs> like Let's just say that we know these coaches, some of these guys, a lot better than you even think that we do. But yeah, uh, that's our boy, all right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Campbell Pre- and I like your uh, assessment on Keegan Mills. So uh, there you go. Plus two twenty-five. So so there we go. There's the slate. All right. Well, you guys will be at uh, Sowegan on a Friday night. Uh, Friday night, I will be uh, hanging out with the in-laws on Long Island because UNH is at Stony Brook on Saturday. So, 
Oh, okay. All right, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. UNH playing very well, huh? Yeah, the defense is uh, the defense is awesome. The offense got to catch up a little bit. They just the UNH. It's uh, the the quarterback's great, but he's a freshman, so he'll make those freshman mistakes. Last week in a three interception game, because uh, they beat Elon. They beat Elon a pretty good. And uh, the league UNH is in the CAA is a lot like Division Two in, in New yeah. Hampshire High School. That everybody's good, and anybody can really yeah. beat anybody except for maybe James Madison, who's uh, number two in the nation. But so. You and stomped Elon, and Elon's good, and their defense picked off the the, the quarterback three times. So that, that it just tells you that every week's a a, a battle for for U and H, and uh, Stony Brook's a house of horrors for them. So we'll see how they do uh, down in Long Island. I'll have fun. Good. We'll see if they do. <laughs> good, 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 good. So, um, all right. Uh, thanks for doing this, buddy. Thank you for uh, the top ten. So Jen and I, weather permitting, like we said, we'll be. Uh, out at Sauhegan, we've been dying to go cover Sauhegan, Milford, Alvern, all those teams. So we're, we're getting there. We're going to get everyone covered by the end of it. Um, and uh, you may even see Pete Terrier out at a game. There's rumors on the internet, that Pete Terrier, on the dark web, that Pete Terrier may actually be out at a game next week. So, good Lord, we may have Pete Terrier back for, uh, for the second time this year. So we're, we're hustling to get to the end. And then we're getting there, man. We only got a few weeks left, and we're getting to the playoffs. It's happening. Yeah, would next week be his Halloween costume game or the week after probably, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, the Halloween costume. Never forget that. Yeah. The, him at Darth Vader interviewing Brian O'Reilly. I told Brian, Coach O'Reilly at Pinkerton, I said, I beg of you, when they put together your Hall of Fame video, please, please just put a clip of Pete Bear <laughs> interviewing you in a Darth Vader suit. That would be the best. All right. So uh, look forward to the coverage and uh, everything uh, else you'll find out. You'll find on Monday the top 10, the players' locker room uh, rundown and everything else. We'll catch you next week on nhsportspage.com.